I'm Alex Sharfin, and this is the Momentum Podcast, made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kinds. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them, break them, and then rewrite them around our own will. We don't accept our destiny. We define it. We don't understand defeat. Because you only lose if you stop, and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few, who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future. And instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. Welcome to the Momentum Podcast. This episode is called Making Sure You Are Heard. You know, I love this quote by George Bernard Shaw. He said, the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. <clears throat> and I think this is so true. I want to give you a strategy that has helped me get past that illusion that communication takes place and be heard an extraordinary percentage of the time. And be able to communicate in a way where I've built teams and I've created massive margins and movements that have changed industries, I think in part because when I practice this, I am heard. Now, here's the challenge for most entrepreneurs. Like, I worked in Fortune 500 companies. They have established communication systems. They have processes. Even in those companies, I used to watch meetings where everyone thought that there was some type of consensus, some type of an agreement, um, and then they would leave the meeting and all pull in different directions. And this would happen constantly. And this was in Fortune 500 companies with a system. Entrepreneurs are notoriously challenged to be good communicators. You know, I, I'm the same. I have a hard time uh, getting heard one-on-one. I've, I have my whole career. I've been misinterpreted. You know, just like many of you, like think, how often has your excitement been taken for aggression or your confusion seen as irritation or your need to ask more questions seen as being insulting or frustrating for someone? You know, I've watched some of the wealthiest people in the world in each of those situations. I've watched them deal with those challenges. And if it can happen to them, it can happen to you. And it happens to me. And so I, I've had to adopt strategies and tactics that actually help me be a better communicator because I want to be heard most of the time. You know, one of the biggest challenges we face as entrepreneurs is that we communicate and 
we we don't get what we want. You know, I, I hear from entrepreneurs constantly, and it doesn't take long to be around a group of people like us, and you hear a conversation that sounds something like, oh, I have to keep telling my staff the same thing over and over again. Or, you know, I had to have the same conversation with my GM. Well, guys, when we're communicating more than once, when we're communicating more often than we feel like we need to, it's because we weren't heard in the first place. So as an entrepreneur, I know a lot of you are gifted communicators. A lot of people who listen to me are gifted copywriters and gifted you know, marketers and incredible speakers and authors. However, <laughs> most of them are challenged in intrapersonal communication and just the one-on-one in being heard and being misinterpreted and having people be afraid of them. Like I have some of the nicest clients in the world and their teams are terrified of them. And if, if you are one of those people that has this happen to you, then I have a strategy for you. You know, I've, I've studied psychology extensively and Oh, there's so much about that entire world, psychology and psychiatry, that I can't stand. The labeling of people and the pharmaceutical industry, how it is today, and so much. But every once in a while, there's a diamond in the rough. And I think one of those is John Gottman. And he's written um, a bunch of books on communication. Now, they're marriage books, but they're incredible books to read to be a better communicator in a business. Now, you know, this is going to expose me as the guy who mar- read married marriage books because, you know, there's been times where Katie and I have been married 14 years, 13. We've been married a long time. We get in so much trouble for this. Um, <laughs> but there hasn't been times like the one that might happen soon after this uh, where, you know, we've had challenges. We, you know, I've, I've read marriage books. We've We've bought marriage products. You know, we've... Marriages are not easy. They're worth it, but they're not easy. And one of the um, series of books I've turned to is John Gottman because Gottman's different than most people in psychology or psychiatry. He actually like breaks conversations down. He looks at data. He studies people obsessively. He looks at them in their natural environments. He listens to how conversations deteriorate. He can predict what will happen next in a conversation. Guys, you know, I'm talking about all of that in the context of a marriage, but it's also in the context of your business. So I've, you know, I've read, I think all of Gottman's books and his strategies are just incredible. And the way he, he explains them really helps you change the way that you react in, in conversation, especially in your marriage. And one of the strategies is about how other people react to you in conversation. It's called the five to one rule. And if you want to be, make sure that you're heard, then there has to be contrast in your conversation with people. There has to be contrast in what they hear from you. And here's one of the biggest challenges for entrepreneurs. Most of the time, what we're doing when we're communicating with our teams is we are correcting or changing or imposing something. And this is not how it should be, and it's not how it has to be. And here's the problem. If you're always correcting, changing, or imposing something, it's hard to tell what's important. If that's all they hear from you, there's no contrast in the relationship and it's difficult for them to hear you, but it's also all they hear from you. 
And when human beings just hear negative, now this is in a business or in a marriage, they tend to to start feeling negatively about the relationship. It breaks down trust and it makes things really hard because people don't hear you. And so in a marriage, it's five positive to one corrective comment. And I think in managing people and working on a team, it's five positive to one corrective or directive comment because every time you tell someone to do something, it's a little bit corrective. And so if you do this in a business, it changes everything. I'll tell you a quick story about a a client I had who was terrified of the five to one rule. I shared this in a conference that are in a small group seminar that I did in 2011 or 12. And one of our clients, a longtime client, was in the the room, and I shared the five-to-one rule. I said, you have to have five positive for each corrective exchange each time you direct or correct someone. And she said, oh, my gosh, if you told them that much positive, they would stop trying. They'd stop working. They'd stop you know, trying to do anything. You're just telling them they're doing the right thing all the time. And that is like the saddest way to look at things because it's – It's us internalizing that if we tell somebody they're doing well, that they're going to stop. And that means that we've got the wrong people around us. And when she said that, I I had to slow her down and like walk her through the fact that what she was saying was that if she treated the people around her positively, they would have a negative result. And I had to explain to her that in my entire career, I had never seen people treat in communication, treat people more positively and get a negative result. It just doesn't happen. Now, I've seen people treat people positively and have the people quit because they couldn't deal with having somebody be positive. Like there's some people that like to be around negative people, but when you treat people positively, you get a positive result. So we we talked through it in front of a group of people And she committed to going back and trying to do the five to one rule. And I told her in her case, you know, I don't normally have entrepreneurs write hash marks, but I think you're going to have to, because I don't know when the last time you, you know, told anybody something positive was, you're going to have to really keep yourself accountable to this. And she did. And she called us three days later and said, you're not going to believe this, but my team just pulled me in a conference room and asked me if I was dying because they didn't know why I was being so positive. And we said, are you doing the five to one rule? And she said, I think I'm doing about two to one. And we just told her like, hey, this is how it's going to feel. They've dealt with negative for a long time. They're probably shocked. Like explain to them that we talked to you about communication and telling people what you liked with this, along with what you wanted changed so that they would understand what was really going on and that you didn't want to be seen as somebody who was just negative. And she, she did. She went back to her team, explained it to them. She, she had kind of said something like that right when they asked her if she was dying. And then she called us to see how to handle it. And she just explained to him what was going on and how she felt about him and that she didn't think negatively about him. But, you know, let's be honest, what those things are, are childhood patterns that we have where we didn't hear enough positive or we didn't know how to communicate positive or it wasn't given to us or we don't know what it feels like to receive positive reinforcement because, in near 100% of cases, you get a more positive result. And when she went back to her team and communicated with them and 
they understood what she was doing and we we worked with her on a lot of other things in a communication structure and a cadence like I talked about in the last podcast and being more predictable with her team and words didn't come from on high and all the things that we work on with our private clients on and her business more than doubled and it was in real estate in a territory where she already had most of the business she was already a top agent and it's just this small change in being heard now if you want to see where this will affect, that's where it'll affect your business, like that type of you know behavior with your team. And, and let me make it easy because I want to tell you where it's going to change your life is with your marriage and your kids. But for your business, here's what you should do. Find people doing the right thing and let them know, hey, this is exactly what I want you to do. Thank you. This, this is what I'm expecting from you. Because when they hear that, they lean into the places that you highlight, and that's what you want. So find them doing the right thing, and then tell them about it. And set up places where you can get leveraged accolade, like you want people to hear what they're doing right in your company. We have a daily huddle, and we have a section called Who Got Caught Being Awesome, and we all share like who did something that was great, and that lets people be recognized. Like I want them to hear that positive. And one of the things you should do if you have people working with you is get excited when they're excited. Excited people are in momentum. People in momentum create massive outcomes. If your team's excited, you get excited with them and figure out why they're excited and, and lean in and be there with them because that, it changes the way they look at you as an entrepreneur and it changes that they'll actually start hearing you. Now, this is going to make you a ton of money if you have a team. And if you don't, this is going to be a game changer for you with the people that you do bring on, the contractors, the people who are helping you. If it's a family member, this may save the relationship with the family member. Because we get so hyper-focused, we forget to tell people the positive. We get so hyper-focused, we think so hard or so so clearly around the outcome that we don't think about the process and we don't tell people they're doing the process right. And as a result, we end up having to communicate more, way more than we want to about things we don't really want to talk about over and over. And one of the places where this happens is in a marriage. You know, we can get to a place in a marriage where all we do is tell our spouse what we think they should change or what we think they should do different or something we need them to do. And if you don't create contrast with how things are getting done or where you're winning, then you're going to have a really hard time in being heard in the marriage. And we all know, like every entrepreneur just needs to give it up and admit that the most important relationship in their lives is their spouse. And the relationship with their spouse dictates success and momentum in all other areas of our lives. So that's a place where we should be really cautious and make sure that we add a little bit more effort and that we do make sure we're, we're telling our spouse positive things. We're celebrating wins that we have together. We're talking about um, where we're, you know, achieving goals, moving forward, what successes there are. Otherwise, you get into this place where the marriage doesn't have the five to one and it's just on the other side. And guys, I've watched it my whole life and it's always shocking. It's jarring because I've had friends that say things like, you know, after nine years, we just, uh, we realized we were just too good of friends. We were like roommates. And you think like, what does that even mean? 
what, where did that start? What was the genesis of that? You guys used to like be in love and we knew you when we were at your wedding. And like, I've watched that whole road so many times or it's, there was just too many differences. We couldn't overcome how often we were, you know, not getting along around whatever it is. And what's the genesis of that? You know, what, where did that begin? Where did that feeling of, Hey, I'm not going to be able to fix this begin. You know, in my experience, that feeling is from day after day after day of having nothing but what feels like negative conversation with your spouse. It's why, you know, like we talk about spouses nagging and how it's kind of a, like a comedy line in a lot of TV shows. And, and it's, it's, you know, there's always a character that's like that. And it's because it happens, because it gets to the place where all our communication is negative. And one of the places, like if you, if you just start focusing on, on improving the communication in your, your marriage, your business will get better. And apply the five to one rule. Tell your spouse what they're doing right. Celebrate wins with them. Let them know what's going right for you. Like we don't do enough of this, this, and they don't. They, they, you know, we have to offset positive with our spouse. And I was just going to say the other place is with your kids. Man, this one's so important because, you know, I've I've uh, I've watched and you can go out to dinner and watch people talking to kids and for an entire hour dinner, all they do is say corrective things to the kids and they don't have a conversation with the kids. They're just telling them, Hey, sit down and stop wiggling and stop throwing food on the floor and stop doing this and stop. But there's no conversation. So the kids just hearing negative, there's no contrast. They don't know whether they should or they shouldn't. And it's like, if you just yell at a dog, the dog's still going to pee on the floor because it's going to get yelled at anyway. And with kids, like they have such little attention span that if it sounds like the same thing three times in a row, do you really think they're listening to fight, figure out what you're saying? There's a reason why kids do things over and over and over again. They just get corrected constantly. And Gottman will tell you it mutes out the detail of the conversation for most people. Imagine what it does for kids. So this is a game changer. If you go to your business and start looking for opportunity to tell your team where they're doing something right. If you do it in front of the rest of the team when you're on a huddle and when you're you're, you know, in team meetings. And get excited when your team's excited and make sure that in your marriage you're thinking about how often are you sharing wins, being positive, sharing gratitude with your spouse, you know, telling them what you're grateful for, you telling the other thing. That rewires your neur- neurology. It's not just a gimmick. And with your kids, start giving them contrast by letting them know when they're doing the right thing, when you're excited about what they're doing, when you're appreciative about what they're doing, and then they'll hear you more often. Gottman is a genius. You guys should check him out and use the five to one rule, five positive to one corrected to make sure that you are heard. Uh Thanks for being here with me tonight. We um, just hit over 62,000 downloads on the podcast. It's super awesome and inspiring. And I want to thank you as a listener for helping us get the word out there, for sharing these with your friends, for telling people about the Momentum podcast. Um, This has been one of the most fun projects I've ever had in my life. And uh, if you could take a minute now and subscribe, that would be awesome. Leave us a review on iTunes. And uh, if you haven't yet, 
Download my book, The Entrepreneurial Personality Type. It will tell you more about yourself than anyone ever has. Go to freemomentumbook.com.